0: sure uh so welcome back to zombie squad cast and in this episode i got dwayne sanchez an old colleague and partner of mine for probably uh maybe 15 last we were partners for quite some time but uh me and dwayne started working together on on films and and uh, some music videos probably back in like 06 or 07 or something so uh yeah uh dwayne's a fellow towson grad f- fellow film and tv graduate like myself, and uh, I think you graduated before me, maybe a semester or a year before me or something. Oh, three. Yeah, 2000, 2002. Okay, yeah, so I, I graduated yeah. in 04, yeah. So, Dwayne, welcome to the show, and uh, if you don't, uh, go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us, tell us what you do.
1: I'm Dwayne Edward Sanchez. Um, I'm a Marylander, but I made my way all the way up to Connecticut. Um, like Glenn said, I, I went to school at Towson. Um, kind of just like I said, just dripped it up to to Connecticut via Baltimore, shortstop in Philly. So now I'm here, uh, kind of just trying to figure things out a little bit. Uh, it's a different state. Uh, we are close to New York, so like film wise, there are some jobs there. Um, it's just getting there. So uh, a couple yeah. hours drive and. You know, being in, in in the city, then you got to find out how to park. So, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, known Glenn for a long time.
0: Yeah, man. Known Glenn
1: for a long time. Um, did some projects together. Um, still try to keep in touch. We both have babies now, so it's yep. a little harder.
0: So, so how old how old is your kid now?
1: Uh she's two and a half.
0: Two and a half. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah my my son is so, is uh, five weeks. So I'm oh, wow. just I'm just starting out. Starting out late but still starting.
1: Yeah. Out. <laughs> Congratulations, man. It's it's uh it's it's fun. Everybody tells you it goes by fast. Believe it. Um spend as much time as you can. Yeah, you know, I'm 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 actually loving the quarantine because I get to to wake up and play with my daughter until like she goes to bed. So, you know, when oh, you're yeah. at work, you're missing it. So there's all the all the little things that they say and you know, running around the house. You don't want to miss any of that.
0: Mm-hmm. absolutely yeah me and the wife have just been hands-on 24 7 with the kid taking our turns doing our best to um, hang out with each other and and still you know you know we try to we try to watch some shows with each other but of course the kid you know being five months needs constant attention you know the feedings are what every two and a half to three hours and pretty much i pretty much changed the diaper right before the feeding it's just, it's, it's constant, 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 but yeah, I mean, definitely it's, it, this is, this is like you said, a unique, and I've said it myself a number of times. It's a unique opportunity to really get close and, and and bond well with the kids. Um, especially if they're young. Now, if they're, now, if they were like 10 and older, then it might be a nightmare. But uh, right now, yeah, it's be like, a lot
1: of, a lot of yelling.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 Especially if they were maybe teens living at home still. You know, high school kids or middle school kids, that might be a nightmare. But I think, you know, you and I are still lucky where your kid's two and a half, my kid's five months, five weeks. Um, you know, it's, it's still like they're still young enough to where they, they listen and they want to learn. And, and it's a, it, it can actually be fun to interact with them. Yeah, what are you Definitely. So, exa- like, for example, what, what's some stuff you're doing with the kid? What, like what kind of books or, or shows or stuff or what kind of stuff are you teaching the kid? at home
1: right now she is she knows her abcs uh with a little bit of help but like she recognizes his own um uh, loves books so I, I put her down at night so every every night she comes into bed we read a bunch of books uh if i have her interest half the time she's she's a tough girl she'll get up jump and then just put a knee right into my stomach and then yeah. roll so <laughs> So if she's, uh, if if I see a lot of that, I I put the books down and then we do a little bit of tablet, Uh, have a little kid's uh, fire tablet. There's like video games, but learning games. So I try not to have too much mindless stuff. I mean, I play a lot of video games on my little handheld thing, so I don't Mm -hmm. want her to be like me.
0: (laughs) Right, 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 right. But uh,
1: no, she's she's constantly learning something and she loves singing and, and all that good stuff. Cartoons awesome so we're, we're in a we're in a good age of like technology where you can sift through all the the crap that's out yeah. there i mean I, I go back and look at like barney and uh oh yeah loose clues and all kinds of stuff and, and and some stuff is great but like it doesn't teach a kid a whole lot
0: mm-hmm. yeah i mean i think you know stuff like barney uh, things at that level are, are for like you know maybe first initial development you know kind of like singing and speaking and and maybe dancing and movement but but then as you progress you know there's there there is better thing like sesame street i think is has always been um top of my list as far as like i can't wait to get my kid into sesame street and they have they have a whole app now uh on the fire tv and on the on the on the playstation they had their own app so i'm I'm yeah we
1: do the uh we do the PBS app and it's just, it's awesome. It's free and you just download and download and download and there's always new content coming up.
0: PBS app. Okay, great, great. So I guess, I guess, you know, we, we, you tapped in a little bit about, you know, you kind of actually taken advantage of this quarantine. How would you say professionally that you're impacted by the current state of affairs?
1: Uh, well, um, being as a, a bartender, I have many, many, many jobs
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so uh, and some of them, like I, I, I don't know about you. I know you do like a lot of contract work or, or freelance. Uh, I haven't done my taxes because I'm still trying to figure out miles and get receipts and yeah. um, so I have, an, I have another gig that's uh, alcohol or, or beverage related where um, I'm a brand, brand ambassador. I just do that once a week. I get I get booze out of it and I get paid decently. So okay. I have to track my miles and all all that kind of stuff because they don't take taxes out. Um, every once in a while, I'll do I'll do Uber or Lyft. Mm-hmm. motorcycle go by. Um, so they somewhat figure out things for you, but you also still have to do your deductions and and whatnot. Yeah. And then the bartending job. Uh, technically, I'm unemployed. So uh, all of us pretty much got the the virus laid us all off right so there's the owner and a manager that's pretty much you know working the the helms of the place trying to keep everything afloat yeah and they're just they're doing carryout so i'm just hanging out here at home and you know i've you know dove into some some more art which i didn't have time for um in the past 10 years i've gotten into art got less lesson to craft of film and You know, I've gone back and forth with it—the struggle of like, do I want to do this? Do I want to do that? Yeah. Um, But I've been able to paint a little bit, Mm -hmm. and then dive into some some things on my hard drive. Like, okay, well, can can I finish this? Can I hand it off to someone? Stuff like that. So there's, it's a struggle.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, you're No, you're absolutely right. I mean, trying to find the time, especially having a kid. Imagine if we were single and we're stuck in our apartment or stuck in our condo or or whatever the case. I mean, I would just be obliterating stuff. But you know, me and me and the wife—we got married over the summer, and she got knocked up right away. So you know, <laughs> got got pregnant we right. Wasted away. Wasted no time. Wasted no wasted no time. Uh, you know, when we got back from the honeymoon, she she uh, came up positive the pregnancy test (laughs) back from the honeymoon (laughs) so yeah man but if it was just me and her i mean it would be like hours upon hours of knocking stuff out and then maybe yeah maybe you know maybe lunch with her like an hour and a half lunch and then that two hour dinner and a a movie or two hour dinner and binge watch a couple episodes but i'd be able to knock out some of these projects but i think it's such a perfect balance for me because it's like the kid and i spend a few hours on this project If I was to knock out this project right away, I wouldn't be able to go out and shoot more. So like the slow release and then, you know, you know, deciding to make this podcast and like, you know, reaching out to, uh, you know, fellow artists like yourself, fellow freelancers and people affected by this, you know, doing like these little things segmented throughout the day and kind of like spreading it out. And then the kid and then the wife and then a little bit of a project and so on and so forth. Where you know, if I had run out of things to do, then I would just, just be sitting on the couch. My stuff's already done. I've got nothing else to do until the floodgates open, and then I'll just be watching TV and probably drinking myself into oblivion. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, um, trying to figure out what little things that work here work there, and I think we have a healthy balance with. The, the side the, the side hustles and the passion projects and the hobbies and the kid and trying to make money here and there the best we can during these times um to, to deal i mean and and again you, you spoke a little bit about the, the time spent with your kid if you want to go in more depth how are you impacted by this personally uh it's, as far as with my kid well you know personally like yourself your family your kid yeah
1: um, I mean, I, I do, I love being out. So as much as I like to stay home with my kid, there's also that side of me that is, I've been a worker since I was about 14 or 15. So you it, it give me going on about three weeks at home and not going anywhere, I get kind of antsy and, you know, some days you feel like you're wasting. So there, there's been times where I've taken a month, taken a two, two months off of like working in a restaurant, or working wherever I was working i could afford it and it was just by choice because i just mm-hmm. wanted to live a little bit and get things done but even then i'd wake up and then it'd be the next day like what did i do like exactly. oh i went to the store that's all i did so I, I did that like the first week or so and then i started going okay well when the kid goes down for a nap you know you, you need to lose some pounds mm-hmm. <laughs> start start working out you yeah know, do, do just you know even without weights do some stretch bands and then this week i started adding you know just some 25 pound that's all i have here but 25 pound dumbbells to to try to you know at least tone up um you know so like that that baby fat catches you mm-hmm. yeah you, know, you don't have time to I, I haven't played basketball in years that's that well, used to be my my exercise i've not played soccer in years that used to be my exercise
0: yeah when you say baby fat you mean your baby fat or the the new <laughs> the, 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 the well, fat that comes well. from the new baby <laughs>
1: that that comes when you uh you can't you're not as uh agile you can't you're you're stuck like doing this Mm -hmm. yeah and then you're drinking you're drinking i will say connecticut has some of the best beer up here so i i've dabbled in some of the the nicer beers but those come calories um you know food's pretty good uh don't get seafood Well, you don't get crab. You don't get crab cakes up here, oh, but that's uh, a really good pizza and stuff. But yeah, it, if you're not careful, you know, when you have your kid, you, you gain some weight as well. Um, you, you shouldn't have any worry about that. I see you work out, so
0: oh, ever since we brought the kid back, I think I've worked out. I think I'm. I think I'm steadily working out, maybe one or two days a week now. Uh, I can't remember the last time, <laughs> see, I got an app for that. And the last time <laughs> I might've, I might've worked out like three or four, three or four days ago. I don't, I don't even, I don't even know, man. Uh, what's today? the seventh?
1: Yeah. I yeah, think today, I seventh. think,
0: I think today's the seventh. And if, if this tells me, yeah, April 3rd was my the last day I worked out that I did anything. So, I mean, because I've got some of the projects I'm trying to work on, I've been doing stairs, though. We have a three-level townhouse. So if anything, I've been rocking these fucking stairs. Run it up, grab them, feed them, bring them halfway down, maybe change them, maybe grab something else, take them back up, run all the way back down to the basement, work, edit, write, edit, uh, run back up. I mean, it's been stair central here in this house. But, uh, you know, there's always, a, there's always a plus or a minus. Um, so you, you were mentioning beer. What, what, what's your beer? What's your recipe?
1: Ah, uh, well, I like I like IPAs. I'm not like yeah. I I'm very knowledgeable in them, but I wouldn't call myself a snob. I'm drinking right now. I'm drinking uh, a cheap lager from Aldi. <laughs> uh, it cost me like six bucks for a six pack. So I I could, nice. I've drank Natty Boa in my life. So, but um, being around like beverages all my life, you get to taste like the finer things. Some good, some you know you'll you'll find out there. It's really just a label and it's like clothes, the same kind of clothes, but yeah. different label. same kind of beer, but different label. But there, there's some guys that take passion in what they do. There's probably easily like over a hundred breweries just in Connecticut and Connecticut's a pretty small state. Yeah. Um, and they have a different style. Like I, I live in in Maryland and, and around Delaware and Virginia, like all their IPAs were kind of like the West coast style. So like Hoppy and floral and and bitter, whereas uh, these IPAs up here are hazy, juicy, fruity. So you you get a lot of stuff going on there. So, you know, I'll I'll, I'll grab one and I'm like, oh, this is good. And then I'll find another beer and I'm like, oh, this is just as good. So it's Mm -hmm. just like, it's like beer heaven.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm a definitely become a beer snob myself, especially IPAs is pretty much the only thing I drink. And especially, double ipas hazy ipas like citrusy yeah, yeah. citrusy ipas maybe not so much any other kind of fruity ipa but definitely like the citrusy or the hazy or the double like they're really strong shit and i like high octane so i'm definitely a beer snob in the sense that i i as far as a beer snob like knowing this that and the other thing like oh yeah. hops ho, hops versus Something else? No. Uh hops versus wheats or whatever the shit. I don't know. I don't know yeah. that. I'm just a snob because I, I can't now I now can't go back to a Miller Lite or a natty bow or a bud light. You know, it's yeah. gotta it's gotta be at the it's gotta be at the cheapest. It's gotta be like a Goose Island double IPA.
1: So like with the natty bows I drink out of novelty, like when I do come down to Maryland, oh, yeah. I'll grab like a twelve a pack or six pack just because I I love that it's Maryland and I, 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 you know, I even have a Maryland flag out, you know, in the yard. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So people are like, what's that guy doing here, you know, in Connecticut. But, you know, I I drink some stuff out of novelty, but I I can't drink. I
0: don't really don't like Miller Lite and Coors Light, but. Yeah. uh, I mean, you uh, know, you know, tech fall and his brother, Brian, they still chug. Mick, Mick ultra and miller Lite and bud light and i'm like man we're too old for that shit we're a little bit more sophisticated if we got a wife and kid you got to drink a little bit more and when i say the champagne and beers i don't mean miller high life i mean like a good oh, i can drink that though <laughs> <laughs> god damn
1: when i was when i was on a budget when i was on a budget well, i first came to, to connecticut it was uh you know definitely hard to find a job it took me a while to find e- e- just a simple job up here because all my references are, are from different states so it, it took me forever luckily i had you know i got i got a car and was able to you know and i hadn't had, I hadn't had a car in 8 years and i got rid of my car in baltimore city that's right and yeah. just like city lifed it and if i had a gig i would take my gear with me hop on you know light rail or hop on mm-hmm. whatever or get in a cab i've i've had backpacks two backpacks with me hopping into a cab and going to a show and mm-hmm. shooting you know getting there just in time the guys have done their sound check. I set up, boom, start recording. Yeah, you know that, that's how I used to to roll. But you know, living up here, it's like okay, nobody knows me. Uh, I need I need work. <laughs> Who's going to hire me? Yeah. So yeah, but uh, back to the beer. I, I was on a budget, so I used to drink a lot of like high life. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> and, it's
0: some, and sometimes tecate, which is just god awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I, have, I, I've, I haven't I haven't had the pleasure yet of trying. Tecate. but uh, <laughs> but going back to oh, another thing you were talking about you know um, working out uh, yeah well uh, yeah my brother he my brother moved to Seattle maybe five six years ago and he's got a he's got a Maryland flag out in front of his house and, and people say the same thing like what the hell is that and, and I say man I'm from Maryland he just loves talking he he always tell every time he bumps into somebody from Maryland he'll text me about it like I just met this dude from Maryland I saw. Like you know, somebody might drive around with 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 uh, Washington state plates, but with the mar with the but the Maryland flag kind of uh,
1: oh the the plate holder the vanity the plate, holder the, whatever it's
0: called the frame or the plate holder yeah, and so like he'll like flag them down like yo come talk to me or some <laughs> shit like that. I, I've
1: been close to doing that because I see him up this way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So, so um, yeah,
1: I, I'm sure I'm sure I get on people's nerves. Like you know, bartending you talk to people that's you build a rapport, mm-hmm. but it's uh, it's almost like i want to be like shut up Dwayne, because i'm sure like my coworkers probably you're know, like oh god this guy all, all he talks about is like baltimore or maryland or whatever because customers will, will ask me something and i've met pl- plenty of people that were that lived in like canton or fells point or at right. least visited there i met someone that was from like annapolis I met someone that lived in Cockeysville, like just so random of places where I lived. I used to live in Cockeysville, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's just, just like, okay. <laughs> and then you just strike up a conversation with them.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, are there is there are there are there any uh, passion projects or or things in the works? Because you know you're you're an experienced screenwriter, an experienced writer, director. Is there anything you're working on? Kind of outlining, you know. For me, there's a number of things that I'm kind of outlining and writing in preparation for the floodgates to open. And then it's like, okay, uh, pull the trigger on this project, pull the trigger on that project. I know you're, you're an artist. Are you banging out some paintings? Paintings, um, I'm working
1: with what I have. Like I, I'm starting to reassess. Like, you know, it, it, as an artist, you can look at many things the same way, Like like film. I can edit a film or edit a music video three four different ways and then still come out with something you're like oh i could do it go in another direction with it so it's kind of the same with painting i will paint over something multiple times and i'm just like well i don't know what i'm doing here you know it feels like i don't know what i'm doing it's just not not clicking and there's other times where i could sit down with something and just paint something in two hours i'm like oh it's done you know so it's i don't paint Uh, like I couldn't paint your face. I could try, but it's not going to look like your face. I'd rather take a picture of it. Mm -hmm. Um, I do a abstract. So I just let my work tell me when it's done. And if it doesn't look done, I just, you know, paint over it. Uh, film wise, like I've been digging into the the hard drive and trying to scoot some things along, try to hand some things off. Um, there's music video that I filmed many years ago. Kind of got way over my head with, um, these guys are probably not even a band anymore.
0: <laughs> okay. But
1: I really, yeah. but I really want to finish it just mm-hmm. because I, I spent so much time on it. Um, uh, it was a project we worked with, it worked together with that's been probably like a good 12, 13 years old. It's, it's crashed multiple times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 12. Um, I've put some of the best clips to the side, trying to get uh, get all those together and then send it off to a buddy that said he'd work on it hell yeah and oh. hopefully and hopefully and hopefully get a, a decent edit so that's what I did with my first film um, I didn't have the means to edit, so I just I, I got all the good clips sent it to a guy that lived in philly at the time he'd spent about three four months on it, sent it back to me, and then I cleaned it up, and then I went from there so that's what I'm hoping to do with, 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 you know, with this project and, you know, with drip and try to get everything together. Cause I've put a lot of pain in that
0: <laughs> Yeah. and,
1: you know, and I'd like to see Thanks. Everybody did, you know, a lot of work on it. So, oh, yeah. but I just, the direction of it, I have different plans for the direction of it because I don't like the finished product. Um, and I've, I've looked at it like twice over and then, you know, I just, I don't know. I, I'm not trying to be hard on it, but it, it, it could be better. It could be better, but I feel like editing, it could be better.
0: That's the, that's, that's the understandable position that you're in as the writer director. Uh, uh, you know, we worked on that together as a producer. I was your, I was your DP and your producer. And so the way that I would produce the, the way that I produce and the way that I AD is I try to, you know, I try to, for lack of a better word, pamper the director. And the writer and, and and you were and you were both two, yeah one, one in the same person but you know it's like i i know you have a vision for it you want it to be the best product as a producer you know i shot it so i want my cinematography out there and i want something to show for it and i and and i'm pretty sure i did a pretty good job shooting it for you as a producer i want a product but yeah. but i know i've even made offers like hey let me take it from you let me edit it and you said no and i totally respected that because that is it's really your baby in in, in a sense that you wrote it and then you directed your writing you directed your own script so it's like look this may this may take 15 years to 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 finally finish a 25 minute short but it might be a phenomenal fucking short because you took your time all you know like uh, massive amounts of patience and patience and patience and and, and, and recutting and changing things up and then maybe passing it off to someone else to edit with your notes. But it probably would be better for you to go to a much more experienced editor than my, even myself because there, there's a number of things that I w- I'm able to edit well, very well. But in this case, you as, the, you, as the cre- you as the creative mastermind over the whole thing. Me, it's more of like a technical mastermind over the whole thing but you is more of the uh, creative it's it's like your idea you might find an editor out there that has a reel and his previous work just fits your fits your taste way better than maybe my work does and so
1: yeah i think age age kind agent experience kind of comes into play where you start looking at things and be like well was this i i don't want to compare it to a student film but i look at things and i'm like well w- would this compare to a student film like yeah you because know, i if I were to sit down and rewrite the film, it would be a lot different. You know, there were some holes that I didn't fix okay. or some, you know, some dialogue and stuff like that. And that's where, where some editing can clean that up a little bit. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's just trying not to, to think too hard on it because I've done so much more work in the past 12 years, you know, and I look at that as like a learning experience and like, okay, well don't ever do that again. <laughs> you know, we wrapped that baby. That was like nine days in a 45
0: page script. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think 45 pages, Something maybe, like maybe, may, maybe so. Maybe so. I think it was a nine day, I think like it was 40,
1: 45 pages.
0: Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it's been a while and uh, you know, I, I would, I would tap in, you know, I would check in once in a while, you know, just doing my due diligence as far as a producer goes. But like I said, you know, I'm not going to be one of those producers that just, you know, grinds out a writer director it's like hurry up and make a rushed cut or uh what have you i mean especially if based on our based on our limitations at the time more time needs to be spent in post to make it uh live up to your idea because there might have to be there might ha- there probably needs to be way more uh work done in post and editing and and, and in sound and like doctoring this, doctoring that to make it, uh, to to make it measure up to what you had in mind based on our limitations during production. So yeah. Um, that's, well, that's awesome, man. And uh, I'm glad I'm glad you like a lot of others that I've had on my show are finding ways to stay productive and use their time wisely because, my big thing is, you know, take, take advantage of the time that we have here in the quarantine so that when the floodgates open, it's like start spitting stuff out. You can even spit stuff out online. Fe- film festivals are all doing virtual film festivals right now. Um, some, you know, some, some of the conventions and some of the festivals are postponing, but a lot of them are, are, do, are doing virtual film festivals and virtual con- conventions now, and now's the time especially with youtube or, or vimeo all the other streaming services we can still spit stuff out that we shot before the quarantine that's mm-hmm. what that's what i'm doing editing my projects that a bunch of other colleagues a bunch of other guests of mine on the show are doing that now they're finding different hacks to finish their shows to finish their projects quarantine hacks you know stuck in the house kind of hacks and uh i mean i'm sure you've seen some of the commercials some of the psas where there's famous people shooting stuff on their shooting themselves on their cell phone and then that's getting probably uploaded to dropbox and editor's splicing it in and that's the commercials we've been seeing for this past month because people are not gathering onto a set anymore
1: yeah i mean i've shot my daughter with this i have an iphone 11 and it just looks amazing mm-hmm. like i've i've taken some portrait pictures and i'm like wow it's I just got rid of my uh, Canon not too long ago because I, I really wasn't using it. It was one of those: if it's going to sit there and collecting dust, then I'm I'm not worthy to just let it sit, you know, and collect dust. So I I gave it I you know, I, I sold it to someone that was actually going to use the the camera, you know. And and right now it's not really worth much. So cameras you can buy, um, but having you know, a piece of equipment just sit there is no use. But mm-hmm. you know, Absolutely. shooting things on my iPhone is so ridiculous. Much yeah. better, and some of it's just much better quality than the Canon I did have.
0: Yeah, there was, I mean, there was a feature film, I think, with the, when the iPhone 4 just came out, uh, there was a Korean feature film shot on that. Soderberg shot his feature film, Unsane, on the iPhone 8 Plus, I believe. I mean, wow. with the, you know, with the iPhone, not even other smartphones, I think when, you know, Samsungs or Androids, people are able to pull off, you know, incredible products with these small, smaller, uh, more compact, upgraded devices. And, you know, I've, I've been telling people, you know, it's not what you have, but what you, what you do with it, you know? Yeah, and, your lenses
1: come into play, the framing, you know, all, all that good stuff. You, you can have a, the best camera in the world, but if you don't know what you're shooting, then you really don't have anything.
0: Exactly, exactly. I mean, just take a look at Battlefield Earth. And it was like a huge budget film, and it was just things of that nature. So, yeah. Um, what? So, you know, while you're while we're all trapped in the house, what what's a what is a, a what is one film or maybe a series of films, or or a series that you've been binge watching, or even some books that you've been reading that's uh, kept your mind off things, changed your change your perspective on some things during this time, uplifted you. What have you i mean is there a series or or a film that you've you've seen lately
1: uh so there's some things that i try to wrap up like uh better call saw just re well not restarted but i just really caught up with it so i'm on season four i know mm-hmm. they're doing season five but um the way the the way i watch things i just bang it out um so there's that because i loved breaking bad and mm-hmm. then ozark i just finished the third season of ozark which is amazing uh, if you haven't seen it, highly recommend it. If you like Breaking Bad, it's kind of similar to that, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. in a money laundering, um, you know, aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, well, season two wasn't my favorite, but it had enough meat to yeah. to push this season. And this season was just phenomenal. Like the the twists and turns, and the yeah. fear of people getting killed, and you know, just I don't know. It was, it was good. It was good. Um, yeah, I've else? seen. Oh, some... I. Oh no! Go
0: ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go ahead.
1: And then, and then, uh, you know, just movies that I hadn't gotten around to it. Like I haven't been to the movie theater in a long time, so I miss a lot of stuff that come out. I used to do the Oscar pools when they would come out, and I try to see if I was getting, you know, get them right and and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I I've been wanting to see Joker, and I, I was kind of let down when I, when I saw it.
0: You were let down. I huh? just.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. Okay, I mean, it was. Okay. It, I I would say it. What it wasn't a bad. Should, I don't know if it's just me being, being overcritical or, or picky, but I thought it was a good film. I just didn't like it as a Joker film. I felt it would have been better at, in, in the realms of like the Machinist, or um yeah. it, it had that vibe. And then it it was too much of that Taxi Driver. I know that t- that's what they're going for, but too much of that Taxi Driver um type of uh just kind of copy and paste uh, and just there's just certain things that I didn't really like towards the end like I thought it was, should have been more menacing than than fun um, yeah. I, I don't know there's some things that you know I, I, I've changed them. you know as having a daughter and you know being around kids and stuff like that that yeah. I kind of don't want to promote anymore like you know, as far as like when I was I still like horror films but growing up I could watch just you know when I was a kid I could watch the the worst Worse things on film, yeah, yeah, that's fake or whatever. Then now I'm just like, well, is it necessary? So is this necessary? Do I need to see this? Do, do yeah. does the, the do the writer, the producers, the directors, why do they want to? Why why do they want to show me this? And, and do yeah. I have a use for it? So I mean, like I said, it was a good film. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix was outstanding. Yeah, but as far as what how they they wrote the the scripts, it just I don't know. It just didn't cut me in a good way. It's just you know. I, it's not a film that would be like, oh, I want to go see that again. I, I love De Niro, but I didn't like De Niro in this.
0: Okay. yeah. Now, I mean, I, I, I get some of the criticisms. I mean, for me personally, I thought it was an outstanding film. It really blew me away. My my problems with this film are much different because I'm like a, I'm like a MCU kind of guy. I'm a Marvel Cinematic Universe kind of guy. And I'm a DC Extended Universe kind of guy where – I want them to make a property that they can build on. Whereas I'm getting a little sick and tired of the one-offs. And I like the idea of a cinematic universe. And I know that maybe somebody just wants to make one movie, but what, but what, what's starting to annoy me is like, which Joker is this? Does this Joker count in other films? Are we going to get like a third and fourth and fifth and eighth and 20th Joker? They're all different. All different, like a
1: spider-man all over again
0: you know shit right and so i mean <laughs> i don't really like uh, really
1: watch the spider-man movies I, I've, I've watched the toby mcguire ones i tried on yeah. uh, the was the hardy or whatever his name is and mm-hmm. some of the other ones but it just i don't know what they're doing to that character that i just don't like spider-man that much well they're just <laughs> tr- ba- back to joker
0: <laughs> yeah well no you're right because with the spider-mans they just won't give up on on a property And they just keep trying to spit shit out instead of stopping and thinking, how can we make this accountable for something? How can we make this uh, a property or a franchise that will matter? Because Kevin Feige pulled it off with the MCU and every character counted for every other character and then then into a bigger scheme of things. And then those characters might've ended their careers as, as as the hero. In the story, they ended their careers, and because in real life those actors were like, "I'm done," but Kevin Feige was smart in saying, "Listen, if you sign up, you're signing up for you know five, six things, because that is what we're building." Whereas I
1: feel like you you handcuff the actors a little bit because I've heard stories of like actors signing on to do like you said one or two or three different films, and then they get they get the script and they're like, "The heck is this?" Like 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 a uh, like good example, Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey was wasted in the Superman movie. Probably wasn't the best Superman movie, but like you look at it, you go,
0: "Man, yeah, they really ruined. They, 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 they terrible." Right, right. And so, and 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 going back to that one, that was supposed to be Superman five. So that Superman followed the. That was a sequel to the Christopher Reeve movies. It was that was the same embodiment, and you're right. And they biffed it twenty years later but but and you and you I'm sure you're right about actors being handcuffed to this franchise to this to this never ending gig like may, like maybe Chris Evans was and like maybe uh, Robert Downey Jr was maybe like Scarlett Johansson was because <clears throat> I think she had a kid within the span of you know her MCU career but that's but 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 that is I'm sure Kevin Feige as the as the founder of Marvel Studios and you know the creator of the MCU is letting them know up front listen you're tied you're, you're going to be tied in for what 10 years you're going to be tied in for a while because we're, we're we're this is a series it's almost like a big budget cinematic series and and i i've had people i've had people critique me like why are you such a fan how do you follow this and i'm like if you can watch 8 straight seasons of the office on netflix you can watch the MCU because it's probably the same amount of hours. Yeah. All all of the office, all of the, all of the MCU, it's probably the same amount of hours. Maybe watch only 30 minutes of each movie. Maybe only watch an hour of each movie, then pick it up. It's just like watching a series. And so I, when you, when, when, when you have man of steel and then Batman v Superman and wonder woman and Aquaman and then justice league, and then things start falling apart. And DC is like, well, we have this TV show that doesn't count. It's a totally different universe. And then we're just going to make a Joker movie that doesn't count in a whole nother universe. And then, uh, you know, Warner Brothers jumps in and conflicts with DC, but see Marvel Studios is Marvel. So Marvel knows what Marvel is. Whereas Warner Brothers has always been the media outlet for DC, but it doesn't seem like Marvel knows how to carry DC, they've been doing it for so long, but they should know better. They should know that let DC do DC. We're just we'll distribute it, but when they start muddling it up and like firing a director, bringing in a whole new director, making a whole new movie and it, and it flops. And then they're like, okay, we're gonna start all over again. It's like fans don't wanna fucking see that shit. Fans wanna know who the hell the Jared Leto Joker was. And now you got a whole new Joker. But that, yeah, you keep switching. You keep
1: switching uh, actors. It, it kind of it confuses some audiences, mm-hmm. whereas other audiences are like, "Okay, well, what is this guy going to bring to the table?" Like, like, like I said, I, 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 I thought the movie Joker was good. It mm-hmm. just it didn't hit me from like a story aspect. If they make another one, I feel like they could they could really go all out. They could really go out and 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 really make this a an awesome Joker story or or whatnot and maybe tie some other characters in and you really could see like how he got from here like a guy with issues um Mm -hmm. mental issues to just just guy just tearing up gotham
0: Mm -hmm. yeah and you know there's talks of a joker too but which batman is it
1: is i would love to see christian bale come back and 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 act Alongside with uh, Joaquin Phoenix,
0: I don't think it would happen. But which, but 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 that but that wouldn't be the same Joker because they, it was, is the Joaquin Phoenix Joker the Heath Ledger yeah. Joker, or because this Joker's grown up when Bruce Wayne is twelve, or th- well he's got to be twelve because Bruce Wayne's parents were killed when he was twelve, and they showed Crime Alley, they showed they showed the murder of Thomas and Martha Wayne, um so whatever fuck uh, i'm, I'm moving. i've had this conversation one too many fucking times no, it, it does frustrate me it really does and i've had this conversation one too many times on this fucking show that i would have to have an episode just for this conversation
1: so, well so i don't want to skip too far ahead but there there's these guys from connecticut that do a, a podcast they're um it's like Nerd News Happy Hour. So they, mm-hmm. they talk a lot of, uh, about a lot of that stuff, too. If you, if you want to link up with them somehow, um, okay. that would be cool. But I'm, I, when I was doing a demo at a, at a store, I met one of the guys that does the show. Um, they, they also feature a new beer every show. So they talk about current events and, and talk about comic books and, and, and all kinds of stuff. And they talk about beer at the end. But yeah, you, the the way so I I don't, I don't read comic books. I I do watch the movies, and I try. Yeah. I, I kind of pick and choose. Like I'm not really. I probably will get around to seeing Ant Man, but it just doesn't have like an interest to me. But I know it's, all these movies funny. are like related. Um, I've tried yeah. to watch Iron Man three, but it's it's not. I just got bored. I've tried to watch Captain America the first one. I want to see the second one, but I I feel like I have to see the first one. But I, again, I watched about twenty-five to thirty minutes, and it just it didn't stick to me. So I don't know if the action or whatever was building up really hit you in the last hour, hour and a half. I don't know. So I, some of these things I just got to give a second try.
0: Yeah. So the beauty of the so the beauty of the, in the with the MCU, the, the the individual movies, each character has its own kind of genre. So the Captain America's. Are like espionage films. The Thor, the Thor movies, are these adventure battle films. Goofy, a little. There's always some goofiness into it. But they're okay. like the, but they're like these adventurous, uh, medieval type of films. Um, Iron Man's, the Iron Man's are like these counter terrorist type of movies. Uh, Black Panther is kind of like a super warrior type of movie. They all have like their different. Uh, oh, and then the Ant-Man's are always heist films. They're, they're so each. So each of these films are kind of made in like specific genre ways: heist films, espionage films, uh, warrior adventure films for Thor's, um, like uh, super tech war movies for the Iron Man's. But but and then of course when they make the Avengers, they make Avenger movies like maybe every three or four years. That's like this big ensemble global who's that Roland Emmerich type of global impact type of films, you know, Independence Day or, uh, you know, those kind of like epic global impacted type of films is when all the Avengers get together. And so it depends on your taste. So if you like heist films, Ant-Man is your film. If you like espionage films, Black Widow and Captain America are, are those are your types of films and, and, and things of that nature. So, but, yeah there's a whole lot of meat there's a whole lot of product out there to catch up on Um, (laughs) well we got we have disney
1: plus so i'm gonna get to most of it
0: i just got that too and (laughs) i got it i got it for the dumbest reason the second the mandalorian came out is when i i got disney plus immediately for the mandalorian and i wasn't disappointed like yeah i
1: got about three episodes into it it's good i just i don't have time to i'm gonna fit that somewhere in
0: all the things that i'm trying to watch now but yeah it's pretty good it's um, it, was, it was definitely worth it. It was definitely worth the binge watch, and it's like it ended too soon, and there wasn't enough for me. I'm like, I. Did you?
1: Go ahead. Did you see the the servant on uh, Apple TV? I don't know, I don't know if you have Apple TV. I got it free for a year. Uh. But, uh about,
0: the, about the baby. Yeah. Yeah. No, I haven't seen the Apple TV films yet or series. Yeah, the it's film, actually pretty films, good.
1: Right? Uh, I th- I believe so. I think they may have a series, but uh, the servant is uh, it's about the baby, but uh, it's uh, M Night Shyamalan related. I'm not sure if he I don't think he directed anything. He may have produced it or or written some of it, but it's it's pretty good and it, it's kind of good for him because there's some things that he zigged and zagged, and you know you either love his films or you hate his films.
0: Yeah, I think for the most part I've loved. I mean, I loved all the I loved all the the, Unbra- the the unbreakable trilogy, the the glass slash unbreakable trilogy. But uh, I thought it was amazing. What was that unbreakable, split, and then glass? It was awesome. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, like you said, I I read the comics for a couple of years when I was younger. Maybe like from age twelve to fourteen, I I dabbled in actually reading comics and trying to collect comics. And maybe ten years ago, I sold maybe maybe more like 12 years ago, I sold all my comics and made a sweet chunk of money from that and then invested it in projects and stuff like that. But yeah, ever since, I don't know if you remember X-Men on Fox, the X-Men animated series on Fox is what Mm -hmm. I just, I got into like the cartoons. It was easier than reading. Just watch the cartoons, watch the movies. And then, yeah, I
1: just, I don't have access. Well, I could get access, but at this point, it's just, uh, it's another, another hobby to get into. And I've, yeah. I've kind of gotten the cliff notes from comic book, uh, friends. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I've had friends that like have stacks and stacks and stacks of, stacks of comic books and then I just use them as a reference. I'm like, Oh, well who could beat Thor? Who could beat this guy? And like, right. oh, yeah, Thor wouldn't be able to beat the, you know, it, just, it would just tell me all kinds of crazy stuff.
0: And I'm like, okay, I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So, uh, I guess, well, you know, I'll move on to my next point. Which would be what, what? would you and and you kind of you kind of you know, you kind of delved a little bit into this. But what would you say is your next agenda, your next goal or set of goals, next plan set of plans for say the next, say the next month or two, if we're and and we're probably still going to be quarantined for the next couple of months. What would you say your next agenda or goals or plans would be for the next couple of months? Up, next couple of months.
1: I mean, the way it's riding out. It doesn't look like it's going to get any better if people don't, you know, stay their butts home. Um, I look at the CDC for every, you know, well, the states that I care about. So, like, I look at Maryland. My folks are in Maryland. And I look at how many people uh, contracted or have cases and how many deaths and so forth. I look at Baltimore City. I look at my state. And I look at them just like, well... Unless they get a vaccine for it, then we're gonna be in the house for a while. so I don't want to sit you know I haven't gotten it yet, but I don't want to sit home and collect unemployment if I can work, so just trying to find a job that I can sit home and work, you know, yeah, and trying Absolutely. to try my best not to to go outside because you know having a kid and bringing it back in and just worrying about you know if it's gonna show up in my system thirteen days later, twelve days later, fourteen days later. And then that means everybody else in the house is sick. So mm-hmm. I, I don't want to have that happen. So just trying to find something that I can do at home and, and make money. That's just, I would love to be a stay at home. Dad would, but also would, make money.
0: Wouldn't we, wouldn't we all, yeah. man. That, that'd be,
1: or, or be able to awesome. take my daughter, you know, on the road with me, not dangerous, but like, you know, go to a cafe and, you know, have her do her thing and me and be on a computer or, you know, talk to people on the phone, stuff like that. Just easier. <laughs> then you know, sling and yeah. drinks and stuff. I love to craft. Definitely love to craft. I've been reading, you know, bartending books and cocktail books and I've been reading uh flavor books. Like I, I'm pretty good cook, so like love spending time in the kitchen. So like I, I just would love to be able to wrap up all my, my talents and my craft and you know be able to put all those together.
0: What's that? A a mixologist? Is that what you call yourself? A mixologist. <laughs>
1: Uh, I, I'm a bartender still. <laughs> okay. What, so what yeah, i I, I like, I like the craft of mixology, but like, I, I've definitely have met people that are just way above my grade and I'm just like, I can't, I
0: can't, you don't, you don't make your do own, you, you don't make, you don't make your own bitters. I don't make my, I would like to, but I don't. <laughs> that's an, in, that's, I an make, in, I make, that's an. inside joke. I, I think, no, go ahead. What, what were you going to say? What was your, what?
1: I, I do make. I do like making syrups. I like making things okay. that, like, if I don't have to buy it, I'll make it. And then if I'm drinking, I drink mostly beer. But if I'm, I'm making a cocktail at home, I like something more than just having a shot or something on the rock. So, you know, I made a pineapple honey chamomile syrup. and It was pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mixed that with a bunch of stuff, and it looked like it came from a bar. Um, I've made, like, oat, oat milk um recently because I don't feel like drinking up, you know, my daughter's milk. So I made milk out of oats. So and it tastes pretty good. So it's that little things like that that keep yeah. me busy and keep me creative.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh see I don't have my bottle of vodka, but I get I basically I make one of the most unique drinks ever. It's it's two parts LaCroix and one part vodka. And it's really cheap, Ghibli's Vodka. It's about $10 for that big yeah. plastic jug. <laughs> and so you pour a little bit of vodka and a little bit more of LaCroix. And <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's, that's a professional mixologist's recipe right there. The vodka, <laughs> vodka soda without lime. So <laughs> and sometimes you forget the LaCroix. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> do you know what a, do you, do you know what a quarant, quarantini is?
1: No, Quar-
0: quarantine. I I don't know. Someone someone sent me a link. I didn't even look at the recipe because the first thing I saw was tequila, and we don't have tequila in the house. So it's a tequila drink. Someone, you know, people are making like Quarantinis, and and uh, <laughs> uh, it uh, it was a bad joke. But there was like this Tex Mex place around here that was having um Corona Bulldogs. And so a bulldog, so a bulldog is like a margarita with the upside down Corona in it, and they were calling it. Instead of calling it a bulldog, they wanted they they advertised it as a Corona Bulldog, and there were some bad reviews on the site. Like, dude, don't do that. Just call it a fucking bulldog. Just <laughs> keep it like the way you called it. This is a yeah. it, it's a sort of well known text mix place around here. Um, yeah. But yeah, we've been getting a lot, we've been getting a lot of, we've been getting a lot of margaritas in the in the jugs. Like the the takeouts are like giving you margaritas now. So it's the stuff that we wish
1: would have happened before all this. Like mm-hmm. you know, pe- people like eat, there's yep. there's a cocktail bar, a speakeasy I used to go to in Baltimore. Um, those guys are way above like what I do. But I used to go there for a couple of cocktails and they just blow my mind every time, but they're making bottled cocktails to go. And then they'll yeah. put like a little, little thing on the side. that says, uh, you know, pour the over rice and then use this garnish. And it'll be like a dried orange peel or whatever it is. Yep. It's like crazy.
0: Yep. Yep. There's a, there's a number of places. In, and going back to, you know, you mentioned a lot of breweries in Connecticut, uh, I, you know, I, I feel like in the last eight years, microbreweries, I think liquor license laws have changed and maybe something to do with, you know, how the government controlled the moonshining and how it progressed into like who can make beer where. And then all of a sudden, I think like eight years, nine years ago, you've got all these restaurants that now brew their own craft beer. And it's like a million different IPAs from a million different bars around here and so it's the first thing you know back to being like a beer snob you know what's your IPA and I would I would just be like you know uh rock bottoms IPA or or uh uh Tiberhaus's IPA and 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 all these different places in you know Montgomery County and and uh, Frederick County all these different breweries and and restaurants and so yeah and now they're you know starting to before, before you'd have to buy a, a growler, and now they have these plastic growlers that they're, you know, selling for takeout, and it's
1: yeah. We we have a canning machine at work, so we uh twenty taps, and so yeah. if you if you and their place I work for is called at the corner. It's amazing. They have twenty taps. Our bar manager picks a lot of good beers. He knows. Most of the brewers, the actual brewers, not just the people that run, just the, the brewers that make the beer. And so he gets some pretty good beers just, you know, all the time. So you can come in and you can get any of those beers to go. You can get them canned. Oh yeah. Um, so like you maybe, I think you probably, cause I saw it in Philly and I think I did see it last time I was down near Ocean City. Uh, two Roads is from Connecticut. Um, they make a good beer. Okay, so you'll probably be able to get your hands on uh, two roads. They have a uh, little heaven and road to ruin. Um, I'm not sure of any other Connecticut beers because they're, you know, it, it's it's all circulates within Connecticut, just like some of the beers or uh, breweries in 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 Maryland. They, they you try to sell what you can to mm-hmm. the locals and then kind of spread out from there. Yeah. Um. So I don't I know I wish I could send everybody some of these beers, but. <laughs> I don't know if that's possible. Well, but, uh, the, but speaking of liquor laws, that's what I lost my train of thought. Um, the liquor laws are different here. So as far as breweries go, I miss what Maryland has. And you can, you can have a brewery and a restaurant like Evo down in Salisbury. My mm-hmm. folks go there all the time. My brother goes there. You, they make the beer there and you can eat there. Here it's yep. different. You make the beer, you have nothing to do with food. You can bring in uh, a food truck but you're kind of limited to what that food truck has to offer. Um, or you have to be certain feet from um, or yards or whatever it is from the brewery to be able to sell food. So it's just like, you know, you, you want to sit down and have beer and eat, you know, you can't just go to a place and just keep drinking. You're either going to get sick or have to call Uber or kind of wait things out. So mm-hmm. I wish they would change the laws here, but yeah, I think, I think, uh, governors or, or state whoever legislates this stuff uh, are seeing how much money they can make off these breweries. So I mean, once you get going the brewery pays for itself in a year or two. Mm-hmm. And you're starting to make your you're making profit.
0: Yeah, so there's a brewery me and the wife went to a long time ago and they don't do food. So it's it looks like a big looks like a big bar. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up here. You know, you go in and it looks yeah, like
1: fly, flying dog doesn't have food. If you need to take a trip out to Frederick flying dog, um, they bring in food trucks. They bring in like four, about three or four food trucks.
0: Yeah. And so this place that we went to, I don't think it was flying dog. What the heck is see? So rock bottom, it's a brewery. It's also, they also have food. It's all in the same building. Oh, I'm kicking myself in the head right now. Cause I can't remember jailbreak so jail oh, okay so, yeah, jail, so yeah, jail yeah jail laurel phenomenal brewery but they have a food truck in the parking lot and yeah so
1: yeah
0: you know some place. so so in here in maryland it's like 50 50 because i think you're allowed to pull it off based on the structure of the brewing facility within the establishment or if it's or if the kitchen's on one side and of the building and, the, and, and, the, and, the, and those big vats are on the other side of the building. I don't know what the laws are. But I think it also de- also depends on what the owner, what the business wants to pay for. Like do, do, yeah. they really, do they really give a shit? Because Rock Bottom, was, Rock Bottom was a restaurant. And I think they had a bunch of space to put vats in. So they, started, they probably started brewing later. Whereas Jailbreak was always a brewery. So I don't think they ever gave a sh- jack shit about food
1: food yeah just
0: get some food truck out front maybe we'll charge them you know like
1: well you you also he also takes the the other stuff out of hand like the cost of building a kitchen Mm -hmm. uh maintaining certain licenses uh having food uh having health department come in there for inspect for inspections yeah um like oscar blues was very homegrown when they first started i think they're owned by like maybe like anheuser or something now but when they first started they were in, like, another, like, a, I think a southern state or Alabama or something oh, like that. Okay, okay. They were uh, a restaurant, and then the guy started making beer at home, and then he started putting beer in the restaurant, and the beer started selling. And then they were like, oh, well, we can brew this beer and sell it outside of this restaurant. And then they made a brewery, and they actually have their own cattle. So they would butcher the cattle, sell the beef at the restaurant, and it was just this own ecosystem. And then when they make the beer, the grains that they use for the beer, once they were done with that, they're still usable. It, it'd give them to the, the cattle, so it just circles
0: around. Like that, that wet mush afterwards, they just fed it. Yeah, to the, yeah. Okay. yeah. There you go. Okay. Yeah, man. All right. Well, aside from beer and liquor and booze and drinking, uh, if you could, uh, what's one point or one piece of advice, even one word, that you would leave our viewers with?
1: Uh, just stay safe because you know i i watched uh, i've been pretty without being paranoid i like I'm, I'm pretty pretty much a realist like just looking at what's going on and and just people not minding what they're they're told like mm-hmm. you guys are on pretty much lockdown we we aren't here but i i look at some of the towns here and every day i'm like how and this is a, a town that's about 20 20 minutes away from me north of me they have no cases whatsoever of the coronavirus and they're surrounded by other towns that have four five ten ten cases we just got up to about 32 in this town so if you look at that that was like two weeks ago somebody was out sneezing on stuff or whatever you know spreading it around and then next week there's probably going to be like another 60 or you know 30 60 people that are going to have it so you start looking at these peaks and like, okay, well, it starts. And I'm starting to look at it. I'm starting to see a little pattern forming, like two people this day, six people the next day. It's just like, boom, boom, where do these people go? And why weren't they in the house? Like, what were they doing? They They knew two weeks ago that the virus was out there, but they just decided to go, oh, we're going to go to Home Depot to get some paint because we're bored.
0: You, Right. <laughs> I mean, nobody – Nobody doesn't know. Common about sense it. is the word to use. Common sense. You just use common sense. <laughs> well, listen, nobody does not know about this. But I think yeah. people being stubborn and it's like, yeah, but I can make a quick run to the liquor store. I can make a quick run to, 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 to Home Depot. I can make a quick run to the grocery store. And then they get there like, man, I don't feel like putting on my mask and gloves. I'll just run in there real quick. I, I'm or not- they're
1: taking their mask down to talk. <laughs>
0: why would it, why are you taking yeah all right <laughs> fucking stupid man so i don't i don't know why anybody would be doing that but um yeah yeah i mean like common sense uh scotty lp i had him on a couple of nights ago he said don't be a dumbass that was his point Your, yeah yeah pretty much but but yours is pretty much more stay safe just stay at home you don't need to paint that wall right now
1: i mean there's there are people there are people that need to be out there because they're essential workers and, yeah. and, and those people I feel bad for even the people so they're like okay well there's uh, unemployment's going up but you can get a job at a grocery store it's like where's the virus you're probably going to get the virus in a grocery store because there are people going out to get food the person that's about to drop my food off um, from Instacart you know we wipe down the food because we don't know they're they're out all day oh, yeah. picking up other orders so we wipe the food down with or the packaging down before we, um, before we actually like put it away, mm-hmm. just in case, you know, you don't know if they sneezed, if they wore gloves, like gloves are actually worse, uh, in, in a certain sense. Cause you're, if you do get it on your hand, then you're touching everything. Um, if you, if you're touching things with your bare hands, just use like, um, uh, whatever that stuff is
0: <laughs> that right. they
1: could barely find of it. Antibacterial hand, stuff or, or yeah, um, mm-hmm.
0: hand, sani hand or, sanity or, hand sanitizer Clorox yeah. wipes yeah all that stuff I mean we do the same thing we wipe it down but here's the the problem is we don't know who's we don't know the person dropping off our Instacart we don't know if they have it the problem is even more so they don't know that they have it yeah until maybe a week later they start showing symptoms but it, they could have gotten it and then passed it right on to us
1: yeah. And they're out there like, Oh, I feel good. This stuff's a joke. Like I, I'm going to make all this money off of like, I don't know, 10 deliveries today, whatever. They make some money, but you know, let's say seven days down the, ro- the road, you get a sore throat and then you're dizzy. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you start getting headaches and you're like, Oh crap. It's <laughs> yep. a little too late then. Yep. And all that money you made is, you know, not worth your health.
0: Yeah, and even worse, there are people dying from the coronavirus that never showed symptoms ever. Yeah. There, there, are, there, a, there are some cases. I think the prime minister of,
1: of uh, England has it right now, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think so. There's been, a, there's been some, like, older athletes that got it and died, like a kicker in the NFL, um, set, like, a 65-yard um, field goal record. Like, he died recently.
0: Uh, stay safe yeah stay in stay stay, stay inside don't be now. a dummy don't be a dummy <laughs> <laughs> well <big> uh dummy <laughs> yeah exactly man well is there are there any are there any links any socials any plugs you want to put out there
1: um just people i've been following um like the nerd news happy hour guys um they they, sh- they should get some love um i'm sure they're bored <laughs> um the oh, there's a podcast that um they're out in LA. Two of the girls went to Towson, um, uh, Kim and Ketron. They do a show. It's about horror films. One of them watches the film, the other one doesn't, and then they have to do like kind of like a survival type of thing. So they'll they'll, they'll be told the story, and then the other one has to like guess what the character would do but also what they would do in that situation and they get they get points for it. it's called um kim and ketrin stay alive maybe maybe okay. but it's a kk sam's uh podcast i okay. might have that wrong but yeah it's 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 worth it it's they, they've got so many different um episodes now i think they've been around for about a year year and a half but yeah i went to went to school with kim and i loosely no catcher but kim was in uh two projects that i worked on okay
0: awesome any sources of your own
1: uh yeah chocolate milk art.com that's okay. where all my artwork is and and stuff i don't i don't think i have anything up for sale sale right now but you can take a look at my art there so
0: Awesome. Well, Dwayne, uh, can and you of think- course,
1: and of course your, your production. Oh yeah.
0: Pictures. Oh, I'm about, I'm about, I'm about to put that out in a second. Don't you worry. I do that. I do
1: that. I do that, I, I do that every episode. Yeah, man. Well, let me leave you some room like right here, <laughs> right, on, right, right there.
0: There it is. Okay. It in my hand,
1: right, right there.
0: Nice. <laughs> nice, man. Well, Dwayne, thanks a lot for, for, for joining me um i can't thank you enough i'm glad you're safe out there i'm glad you and your daughter are safe and staying staying productive staying positive and uh to my viewers thanks for checking it out uh like subscribe share comment thumbs up please as opposed to thumbs down ring the bell for notifications and check us out next time the subscribe button somewhere right there, it right there. It's the subscribe yeah. button. that's it <laughs> all right